Hi guys, this is Rhiannon. Welcome to the Casa Cast. Um, I'm gonna say that again later and probably three more times because I can't keep my brain intact. Is that weird? Probably. Um, so today we're doing a very special podcast for the Behind the Badge series that we've been doing. Um, you might recall this from our interview with Chief Terrence Delahanty and um, School Resource Officer Don Armistead. This week we have Sam Peterson, who is lovely, a joy, amazing, wonderful, lover to death. So I would like to add a little trigger warning. Um, at the beginning here just because we will be touching on some sensitive topics if you're not a listener in winthrop there was recently a hate crime that took place um and it was a pretty big event for winthrop we in my 18 years of living we haven't had anything like this that i can recall um it was definitely a scary time for all of us um us at CASA, our hearts definitely go out to the families. We were at the vigil that was held, um, and it's it's really sent a shock through our community. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Um, it's definitely a, a real tragedy that we are, as a community, still healing from, um, CASA is doing everything we can to help, Um, and I'm going to put some resource numbers and links in the description of this podcast in case anybody needs to reach out. Enjoy the pod. Here we go. Recording. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome to the CASA cast. Um... The Casa Cast. Uh, this week, we're doing our Behind the Badge series, which is where we chat with the members of our community, the police officers of our community specifically. Um, so we have our series regular, Steve Rogers. Steve, you want to say hi? Good morning. Hi. <laughs> and we have our special guests who we're going to save for after check-in. Um, so check-in, we're going to do name, age if you want pronouns and then the check-in question is i didn't write one down okay i can think of one on the fly uh i'm here too noah's here oh i know the check-in question (laughs) check-in question is so name age pronouns do you know how to work a record player yes or no okay okay so i'll start i'm rhiannon i'm 18 i use she her hers pronouns and i do know how to work a record player I think that it's like an aesthetic thing now, but I learned how to do it at like my granny's house when she actually had a record player. So, I mean, I don't want to say I'm like superior, but <laughs> a little bit. Excellent. I'm Noah. I'm 24. I use he, him, his pronouns. As of um, a couple weeks ago, I didn't know how to use a record player, but luckily, Casa has a record player, and uh, now I I think I know I know how to start a record, but I might be doing some like irreparable damage to each record I put on because I'm not. I think you're doing it pretty well. Thank you. I think you got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Steve Rogers, you want to check in? Steve Rogers, uh, him, he, his. I am age 56, and I definitely know how to use a record 
player, and <laughs> I once played Stay Away to Heaven backwards with my friend. Really? And there's a whole story for that. But we'll is that, that like the whole like the devil music <laughs> thing? Devil music. Yeah. Oh, yes. That one's so cool. Okay, and our special guest today is. I'm Samantha, Samantha Peterson. I'm 28, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. And I do not know how to use a record player, so I think I'm the only one in this group. It's okay, we'll teach you. We'll teach you. My car doesn't even have a CD player anymore, so. <laughs> um, so let's just, like, get into it. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, why, why did we choose to have you here? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, so I've been a police officer for almost five years now with the Winter Police Department. And um, I started my career actually with the Winter Police Department, I would say when I was like 14 or 15, when I joined the Explorer program. Um, I like to say it was against my will. <laughs> my mom made me do it. Um and she took my phone away until I went into one of the meetings. And I was like, I don't want to do this. It's for boys. <laughs> and um, it was probably the best thing she ever made me do. And since she made me go in that meeting, I've never left. <laughs> <laughs> so for the last 13 years, I've been coming to the police station. And it just kind of evolved from explorers to getting a full-time job here. So, And it came that. full circle. And now I... I run a lot of our youth programs and I still, um, I'm still heavily involved with our Explorer program. And we snowballed that into our summer youth program and our cadet program. And, you know, we can get into all that, but that's who I am. So can you tell us a little bit more about the Explorers? I know that it was definitely like something I wanted to do when I was in like middle school. And then I realized that you had to like run around <laughs> no, there's definitely no running, <laughs> um, unless you want to. But basically what it is, is it's like a police academy. So um, we have meetings every couple weekends in a month. And we basically learn everything that you would learn if you were to go to like a full-time police academy. So every week is a different topic. So whether we learn about domestics or we learn about community service or we do community service projects or we learn about, you know, how to respond to a B&E or how to respond to a motor vehicle accident. And um, we basically just learn and do hands-on practicals. And then we compete with other kids and other explorers around the state and then every two years around the country. Um, and we've been very successful in our competitions, even though we're just little Winthrop. <laughs> uh, we get uniforms like the police department get, which I think is a big attraction. Um, and we get to just meet the police officers as people, which as I think people. is huge. Yeah, because I mean, I've known all of them and they've watched me grow up and now I work with them. And I, you know, I've seen them as people, not just these police officers that show up when something bad or scary happens. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Um, did you always want to work in law enforcement? It sounds like no. <laughs> Um, I don't think I always said I wanted to be like a lawyer or something. I always wanted I knew I wanted this kind of sound cliche, but to help people. And I just didn't know like when I was younger, like what that meant for me. But I think that, like I said, my mom making me do explore has kind of just evolved. Like, and when I went to college, I went for criminal justice. And I think it just was like, this is where yeah. I this is where I was supposed to be, I guess. So I just it just kind of 
I don't know, it just came full circle. <laughs> um, so I don't want to get like too heavy, but this is our first recording since the incident last Saturday. Um, so there's going to be like a trigger warning before the episode. I'm going to come in and say like, hey guys, this is the deal. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and the police response to that? Um, so it is an open investigation with the DA's office and the state police are handling that. So I don't want to get into like details, but I will say that working in a community like Winthrop, I've, I'm just so fortunate and lucky that we work with the people that we work with because um, I will say that every person that wasn't on duty ran from family barbecues, family parties. Um, I was at my cousin's pool. And when you work in Winthrop and you work in a community where we're not just coworkers, we're family um, and we know each other personally, you drop everything and you run for each other and your community. And um, when you sign up for this job, you never get to just you know hang up your gun and badge and say, I'm done for the night. That just, it doesn't happen. So I will say to, um, to that, I'm just proud to work here and I'm proud that um, everybody, you know, did what they were supposed to do and we came together as a community and um, we're going to come together as a community and we're gonna, all going to have to heal from this, um, you know, us and, you know, the people that our families, I think a lot of times you don't realize our families didn't sign up for this job. So, you know, I know my family was like, oh my God, when I just ran out of the backyard and ran towards mm -hmm. what we didn't know what was going on. So you just run towards danger. But um, just getting back to like, I'm just so proud of the officers and their response, their quick response and how we've handled the situation in the aftermath of, you know, being there for each other. And I know that we were both at the vigil with Maya and another staff member. Um, and we saw you at the vigil and we saw Steve Rogers at the vigil. I was, Steve Rogers, it's always great to see you. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, so what was your, what was the police department's capacity? Was it like strictly security? Was it? I think it, so a little bit of security, obviously, um, you know, we were all shook about what happened and everyone says that we didn't expect in the winter, but unfortunately it happened. So a little bit of security, obviously we want to make sure our community members can come out and be safe while they're, you know, mourning and healing together. But like I said, a lot of us too, like, we wanted to be there, you know, nobody told us we had to be there. We wanted to be there too, you know, like this was a huge incident. Most of us live in this town. We have kids growing up in this town, the kids that go to school in this town. Um, a lot of our offices live near the scene. So, you know, we wanted, we're, we're part of this community. And that's why I think it's, you know, a lot of us work here, you know, because it's it's a community and went through such a great place to work. And so, you know, I saw a ton of people that we knew and, you know, my, my whole family came, um, and just to support those that lost their lives and the families. And I think I think that's honestly one of my favorite parts about living in Winthrop is on the day that it happened, I was at my house just like sitting in my in my house watching a movie or something, and I could hear it all happen because it was right down the street from me. And I just think that that's an interesting part of living in Winthrop is that you're always like a stone's throw away from yeah. everything, but then when everybody comes together to like this big vigil, it's like, wow, we're not just this tiny town. Exactly. We're this big group of people. Family, yeah. 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 
And I'm I'm not I'm not from Winthrop. I might be the only person sitting here that's not from Winthrop, um, which is yeah. So one thing that's been really fascinating and and cool to see about Winthrop is just how how strong the sense of community is here. I'm for some, I'm a little naive to how everything's working, so it's still really it's interesting and like important for me to still figure out how everyone's connected. Um, so one question I'm like I'm wondering how how is like the whole are, are all the officers on the force from Winthrop or is there is there anyone else that's that comes from outside? We definitely have a couple officers that live outside of Winthrop, but everybody has that Winthrop connection. I feel like you don't have to live in Winthrop. Um, but everything is like like one degree of separation. Yeah, it definitely Winthrop. is in Winthrop. Like, yeah. You can never leave Winthrop. If you have a Winthrop connection, you're stuck here. Yes. Like I I went to I went to the cave like two years ago and the house that we rented was owned by this lady and she's like, Do you know Diane from Winthrop? And I'm like, I do know Diane from Winthrop. Like and then like we went to Spain and they were like priests in the cathedrals and they were like, Oh, I did my mission in Winthrop and I was like no, you did not. Are you serious? <laughs> so I just, I, I don't know. You can never, you're stuck here. I, yeah, <laughs> I guess now that I've made a connection, I'm like connected to Winthrop for life, which is, which is really. That's so funny. Yeah. So Sam, you said earlier that you don't have any hobbies. <laughs> I can't imagine that that's true. So when I'm not working, I'm seriously almost always working. <laughs> um, no, I love um, giving back to the community. I love um, because the Explore program had such an impression on me. I think that I just kind of like jumped in with both feet and was like, I'm just going to continue doing this. So um, obviously with Lieutenant Rogers as the head lead guy on this, um, I like you know, coordinating all of our youth programs and doing stuff with you guys. Like pre-COVID, we were constantly doing like basketball oh, yeah. games and dodgeball games and, um, caught, you know, that. yeah. I don't want to brag, but, like, I was a beast. <laughs> dodgeball against the police. I crushed it. <laughs> um, no, so, um, I don't know. My hobbies, I love spending time with my family. I love going on vacation and going to new places. Um, I think that's important, too, like, you just press, like, the reset button. So, like, I'll take a couple days off and just, you know, go boating or, like, that's kind of my hobbies is doing stuff like that. But I really love spending time with my family and friends that aren't in law enforcement because sometimes you get so wrapped up in, like, work, 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 and, you know, you yeah. need a break. So, uh, Listeners, we are on the same floor as a summer camp for children. Uh, so there's probably a lot of screaming in your ears right now. I really hope it's not coming up your mics. I set them to a sensitivity so that it only picks up like the voices right in front of them. But hey, I'm not an expert with all this. So, <laughs> um, What's your favorite place that you've traveled to? I love going to Florida. I love going to like warm places. Um, but I will say, not to keep going back to explorers, but we got to take them to Arizona, and Sedona was beautiful, and Phoenix, I and love Sedona, it was so nice to be able to like drive through Arizona. And I think um, we wouldn't have gotten that opportunity if it wasn't for like you know bringing the kids there, and we just like fell in love with it. So that's also one of my I, um, favorites. I'm actually glad that you keep bringing it back to explorers <laughs> because like 
yes, this is the Behind the Badge podcast, and we want to show that you're more than just your badge. You're more than just a police officer. But it just shows the effect that the police explorers had on you. Like, you started when you were 14, and now you're running the program, and it's insane, and there's children screaming. So maybe those are your next charges. <laughs> You also said you you also said when you started you were like that's a boys activity. Oh yeah. Oh so I love putting that aspect to it. So you can see I have like pink nail polish on and my oh, hair's yeah. down that and looks like great. I love being I, I'm still a girl. I love being like a girl. I love fashion, I love you know, makeup hair, this or the other thing. So girls can be police officers and I think we bring like a different dynamic to it because I don't know, we just have a different approach and like a different mindset. So I think it's huge. Like I love other women police officers too. I have a couple of friends that work in different communities. And I think we just bring this like cool aspect of like, I can do it too. It's like, it's badass when you see a guy <laughs> police officer, but it's like, oh, a female police officer? Well, yeah, yeah and it's, <laughs> it's also probably just good. It's, we like to see in, in any like, in any job that's, that's representing the community it's probably good to see all sorts of people on the other end. So like officers who represent the community and like that, a lot of women live everywhere. So <laughs> there probably should be more. Well said. <laughs> Sam is badass. Another nice quiet demeanor fool you. And I think, I think the only, I think most of the podcasts that we've done through behind the badge have been with female officers. We did one with the chief. Mm-hmm. Terry, we, you've been on all of them. So, I mean, I'm counting you, Steve Rogers. But, like, our main our main aspect is, like, Sam Peterson. We did Dawn the other day. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. Uh, I think we're, we're trying to get Andrew Biggio on. <laughs> he's an author now, so he's very important. He's, like, super busy. He's a bestseller author. The original, <laughs> idea, the original idea was, okay, let's get it out before the book releases so <laughs> we can get him in. We can get in before his schedule cramps up. And then that didn't happen. He'll be so. coming. Um, he's very busy in his personal life and his work life, and he's awesome, though. And like I said, we're all, like, best friends, so it's, like, it's really good. I mean, Dawn and Mary are awesome. They're like my mentors too. Like I always look at them and I'm like, you've paved the path for me. Mary was, um, she was like our point lady for <laughs> our uh, movie nights last year. Yeah, yeah. She came to every single one. She always talked like to every single <laughs> one of us. She was like, I love what you're doing here. She's so loud. She's oh my amazing. God, she's awesome, yeah. Um, so we first met you, Sam Peterson when you came to Pizza with Cops. Okay. That's when Casa first met you. Okay. I vaguely remember you saying you worked with like the drug enforcement and everything. No, so um, we do, well, we so we get a grant, it's called like the Shannon Grant, and we, oh, we do um, like youth programs. So it's not, it's like, they give us a little bit of money to get pizza and talk to the kids and, you know, go have, we want to do a barbecue down the basketball court. So we oh, can yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So we can just be like, so they can see, Hey, like you guys have our regular people. You guys are cool. And like, come talk to us. So, um, we use that money for that kind of stuff. And so we're on like the Shannon task force, okay. youth task force. That. How do you word it now? The youth. <laughs> Shannon Youth Finance Task Force. Right. Shannon Youth Finance Violence, Violence. Violence Task Force. It's the same thing. 
Um, I'm a podcast night man. I'm, <laughs> I'm very soft spoken. Soft spoken Boston <laughs> accent. I mean, what more can you ask for? Um, I don't know. Do you have any more questions? Do you have any pets? I do have pets. Oh my god, I love dogs. I'm trying to convince. I probably will get in trouble for saying this, but I'm trying to convince the police department to get a comfort dog. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to so start everybody, um, yes. every time you see somebody say, you guys should have a comfort dog. Um, no, I love dogs. Um, I just think they calm everybody down. And I think comfort dogs are, like, huge. So at the vigil, I um, I immediately there went over two, to the comfort dogs. There was one named Katie. And I immediately yeah. was taking pictures of them. Oh, my God. So I've been passed a note right now that says you're getting married to I, another police officer. Oh, my God. Yeah, I am, yes. We didn't meet at work. Okay. <laughs> we actually met at CCD, which is crazy. And then we both did Explorers. CCD? <laughs> like, yeah. St. John's CCD? Yeah. What's Sunday yep. school? Yeah, yeah pretty much, yes. <laughs> and it's like a rite of passage for every small, small Catholic child in Winfield. It's like you have to go through Sunday school from like kindergarten to confirmation. Yes, so I am. We, so COVID canceled our wedding. So it's September 3rd now. Um, we're getting married, but um, Rich is awesome. He's the complete opposite of me, um, which is good, I guess. What, is that, what does that look like? What does that mean? He's very quiet. Um, as me, I'm just like, but, <laughs> um, I don't know. I would just say we're opposites, but we just work. Um, yeah. but he is a detective now, so we don't work together. Um, he works eight to 4 PM and I work 4 PM to 2 AM. So we don't cross paths for four days, which makes conversation interesting. So we're not working <laughs> and living together, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've been together for a long time. So I always preface it by saying we didn't meet at work. Because everything's so like you you met at TCD. We did, did yeah. Did you start like dating in TCD? No, we didn't start dating. We were really good friends. And I think what just like attracted us together is that we had common goals. Like he not he didn't want to be a cop at first. He went to school for engineering and he was like this math and this and I'm like, just do what makes you happy. It's not all about money. And <laughs> and you know, he changed his career goals to be a police officer and I, I'm not being biased. I'll he say to anyone, no, he's no. one of the best police officers no. we have in the department. He's so like, he's one that you want to respond to a call because he'll do it right. And so is there like a personal extension? So like I die on the <laughs> No, he's, he's great. Um, but it's, it's very, with this job, not to go back to like the incident, but it's very um, nice to go home and be able to talk to somebody who gets it. Um, and I think we're trying to change that stigma and we're trying to let everybody know like, hey, we're human too. Like incidents can bother us. Like, let's talk it out. Let's talk to people. So I'm lucky in that sense that I get to go home and like my partner understands the job. So I can just kind of like talk it out with him. And um, I think that's great. So but our wedding is really September third, and hopefully it happens. It's gonna happen, whether it's two people or. <laughs> oh, where's the September wedding? Is? The wedding is here in Winter Bed St. John's, where we met, <laughs> and then um, the Hawthorne Hotel in Salem. It's oh my hard. God! It is. I, I know. I've been to a wedding. I yeah. went to a, a New Year's. <laughs> just wedding. found that out this morning. <laughs> he, right before he walked in, he's like, "Your wedding's haunted." <laughs> I mean, what better place to yeah. live? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I 
I went to CCD at St. John's, and then I was an altar server at St. John's. Me too! So I worked, <laughs> I like served a bunch of weddings, and every single wedding I was like, you're a cop. You're a cop, because every wedding that we did was like a cop or just like an Irish guy. And I was like, I gotta get back to the game. Okay. I hope when I walk down the aisle, no one will be like, she's a cop. But I mean, all my friends are gonna be in the audience, which 90% of them are gonna be cops. So. <laughs> I mean, I won't be serving your wedding. I was already confirmed, so I'm not around to be at all. I loved it, though. You know, I was like, if I'm going to go to church, I might as well do something. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> and then for weddings, you get, like, like it's customary for the, the party to tip, tip the you. Yeah. So we got, like, 20 bucks each. And then one time, it rained really hard, and the bride was, like, two hours late. So we were just kind of sitting there, like, with the candles out lit and everything ready. And then the bride comes in, and she's like, just give the altar servers more money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope I'm very stress-free on my wedding. Um, I'm very organized, but thank God for my mom because she's like my wedding planner. But it's definitely a stressful time to go from like planning events for like explorers and casa and my youth summer program. And then next thing you know, I'm getting phone calls for the wedding and I'm like, oh, hold on, switch gears. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be great. It I'm is sure you're going to be great. Thank you. So I wish the best of luck to thank you. Thank you. Um, Let's wrap it up with something positive. I mean, like the wedding is super positive. Yeah. That's a super positive thing. Do we want that to be our positive thing? Or <laughs> do, do we do, is a checkout question not a... I uh, generally, my checkout question is um, like, what's one good thing that happened to you this week? What's one good thing you're looking forward to in the next, in like the coming week? Because I like to keep my goals short because I often... I like have a really bad habit of like, okay, well, 20 years from now, (laughs) slow down. So, I mean, my good thing is that I found out I'm like the only person in my house that eats all the bananas, which is like super small and stupid, but I love bananas so much. I have three of them today. So you're learning that you get to eat all the bananas. So I've learned that like, because my mom is like, oh, well, I only take them when they're brown so I can freeze them for smoothies. I'm like, that's gross. Um, I mean, they're good for smoothies, but whatever. And so I just take bananas and eat them all all the time. I love bananas. So that's my positive thing. That's your positive. Bananas are amazing. What's your next? Anybody got a positive? I got a, well, yeah, okay. I guess mine, mine is probably, so the positive thing of the, the past week was that this was my first, like, full week at CASA oh, working and we in And threw them in. We were like, <laughs> get in there. Yep. But um, it's been great. Everyone, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm learning so much. Everyone here is so, part, I think part of the, uh, the strong sense of community is that you're kind of welcomed in in, this, in a very warm way. So um, I'm excited about everything that's, that's coming for us. We have our movie night tomorrow, although that's actually, it's not going to be outside. We'll, we'll, add, we'll add an afternoon. Okay, we'll, we'll have an afternoon. <laughs> So we'll we'll do some advertising. Don't worry, okay. some personal promos. Steve Rogers, you got a you got a happy thing? Positive? Oh, I got a bunch of happy things. Oh. Uh, we're going to um, next week. We're going to Tennessee with the Explorers to the conference, and then I'm coming back and I'm going to Nashville with the guys to play a hockey tournament. Then I'm coming back a couple weeks later. I'm going to California with my wife to drive from Sedona to San Francisco. So. Wow. I got a bunch of trips and coming up. And then you up. have something I'm very excited. And then I got CM's wedding <laughs> in September at the Haunted Hotel. 
Oh yeah, Isidore just walked in. Sam Sam's getting married to another officer at St. John's and a Hoth- the Hawthorne Hotel in Salem. Or in Salem? Oh, yeah, Salem. in Salem, yeah. Disrupt the podcast. <laughs> Isidore, do you have a positive thing? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I um I had a lot of fun with the middle schoolers, even though I didn't realize I liked that. <laughs> that was very scared because <laughs> I don't like kids, but I had a lot of fun. I think we have a predisposition that middle schoolers are like, oh, a headache. But then our group is really good. It is. A good group we got a good schoolers. group of kids. Yep. Okay, yep. Sam Peterson. You're okay. Up. Um, my positive thing is last night when I was working, I made a new friend. He's 92 years old and he's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> and we're going to have coffee and we're going to be best friends. And that's what I love about this job in this town is that he has no family or friends around. So now we're going to be best friends. And then, yeah, that's it's going to be great. So and I already, I already so grabbed sweet. Mary and I'm like, me and you are... We have a new friend, so <laughs> that's so great. And it just it makes me smile, and it's like the best thing when you get to do stuff like that. So that's my positive thing that happened last night, and I, I just that. already love him. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. Well, thank you so much for coming on, yeah. Steve Rogers. Thank you as always. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> so fun. What about um? What's on August sixth? We're we're getting there. That's okay. an after note. Okay. <laughs> please. That would be a during note. Please and thank you. So thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. We are, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. We'll have the Casa Cast. Thank you. All right. And there you have it. That was the amazing Sam Peterson. Um, I didn't know that she was getting married to another officer. So, I mean, hell yeah, go Sam, go Rich. I hope you guys have many long years of happiness. Um, I hope. You, our listeners, enjoyed the podcast. We love you to death. Um, Yeah, follow our social medias, uh, at Casa underscore Yab on Instagram, and the Casa Youth Advisory Board on Facebook. We would love to have you. We post uh, daily, almost weekly posts about that. Um, And then, fun little... Fun little news, we have our, um, the start of our summer drive-in movie series. Um, we are going to be doing a drive-in movie on July 13th, I believe is the day. Um, July 13th, we're going to have a drive-in movie. Um, there will be posts about that on our Facebook and our Instagram. And then August 6th, we're doing a very, very special collaboration with the Winthrop Police and Fire Department. We are doing a Battle of the Bands slash barbecue. So the police department and the fire department will be battling it out on the grills. We're going to see who wins. Um, don't tell Steve Rogers, but my money's on the fire department. I've had their burgers. Mm, they're really good. Um, and then we're also going to do a little Battle of the Bands on that day as well. So that's August 6th here in Winthrop. Um, it's going to be at Ingleside Park and at the Walden Street Basketball Courts. So hope you guys enjoy.